Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hey, family. Brian W., Mintone, California. My clean date is April 5th, 2022. Today is December 7th keeping our minds open to learning. Staying open-minded and teachable about our basic principles allows our understanding to deepen and mature. That's Guiding Principles Introduction in this book. Many of us go through a phase in early recovery in which we experience what some call Peter Pan Syndrome. Like the fictional character who refuses to grow up, some of us set out to have the happy childhood that addiction stole from us. Making up for lost time may be a natural response to the new freedom we enjoy. The laughter and fun we share with other members is a big part of what keeps us coming back at any stage of recovery. But like so many things, we can take Peter's approach too far, refusing to act responsibly or to mature in our recovery. As we accumulate both age and clean time, it can be a shock to realize that new members have us in mind when they refer to our predecessors. A member shared, I stick by my definition of old-timer as anyone who's clean at least five years longer than me. At some point, I noticed that I fit that description for others and that they looked to me for mentorship. I felt the need to know more and do better, so I started a tradition study to help me live up to the predecessor label. Also like Peter Pan, some of us might resist the idea of maturing or we may reject the idea of pursuing a deeper understanding of our principles because we think it sounds, well, dull. Either stance might be an excuse for a closed mindset. Likewise, this is the way we've always done it. It doesn't exactly invite discussion or allow for the exploration of varying perspectives. Remaining teachable and open-minded, on the other hand, allows us to consider different learning more about our guiding principles. We often find new applications in our lives in and out of NA, as well as for our groups and in service. A member shared, before I really understood them, I viewed the the traditions as a rigid set of rules. I didn't grasp that by protecting us from our worst impulses, they create the conditions for creativity and freedom in service to NA. I will remain teachable, keeping my mind open to understanding our traditions on a deeper level. As I mature in recovery, I will consider my responsibility to mentor others. Thank you for letting me read. Welcome back, everyone. This is December 7th, and we're here with Chris O. What's happening, Chris? What's happening, man? Chris, can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and can you give your home group a shout-out? Yeah, yeah. So uh, my clean date's December 20th, 2011, so I'm coming up on 11 years. Uh, My home group is the Daily Application of Spiritual Principles in Sacramento, um, we meet Friday nights at 730. All right. Thanks, bro. And so what are your thoughts on keeping our minds open to learning? 
So this is a really fantastic uh, reading for me because this was me a very long time ago. And I was that person who didn't work steps when I got clean because I just thought that like being clean and having a better life um, was the absence of drugs. And then it wasn't until I started identifying that I would emotionally outburst when I felt I was being treated unfairly and I didn't know how to regulate my emotions or articulate my feelings. And what it ended up happening was um, I almost hurt some people very, very close to me and who I loved very much. And, and they're like, man, you need help. And I'm like, but I'm in recovery. I'm, I'm helped right, I'm already. Right? Like, today, man. What do you right, mean? You know? like, isn't that a, yeah. <laughs> and then I met this man and he started talking about how he applied spiritual principles in his life. And, and the meetings I went to, I'd never heard this stuff before. And, and it wasn't like, Oh, I just, uh, I just apply surrender and let go and let God and just have faith. And it was so much more than that. And it got down to the nitty and gritty of his emotions and his character. And I was like, wow. And so I, I, and this was after two years clean. And so I, after that, I was just so hungry for information. And, and so what ended up happening is I, go through like the first step and like the very first question on the first step and the step working guide is like, you know, what does the disease of addiction mean to you? And so our sponsorship family wasn't the kind of family that was like, let's just get you through the work and, and, and kick you down to the next line. It was like, we're going to diagnose all of this. Right. And it's going to go really slow and we're going to try to extract as much information as possible. And so we had to not only define everything, but we had to redefine everything for ourselves, come up with spiritual definitions of the same principles and how we applied them to our life. And, and so you're doing so, this, you're doing this while you're like through the, throughout the step working guide, throughout the step working guide. And so when I finished the step, I didn't get to move forward. I had to sit there and I had to apply and apply and apply and, and I'll break it down. So it was, so for me, addiction means the continued use of and, or the repetition of behavior, despite the adverse consequences. So that's encompassing the using and the behavior. It took me one day to get clean, ultimately, right? Like, it took me one day to get 24 hours. It took me a long time to stop being an asshole, <laughs> right? Right. And then so when I take a look at the prints, so, like, the steps helped me free myself from myself so I could find myself within myself. And every time I think I find myself, I couldn't be any more wrong. And what happens is, is I find new ways to apply spiritual principles. And, and so for me, the spirit, my definition for the spirit is the non-physical part of me that's the seat or the center of my character and my emotions, Right? Like I use over my emotions, those emotions create my character, that character creates my behavior, and that behavior creates my circumstances. And that encompasses all the things that are my life, right? And so the goal is to apply a principle to my spirit, right? Like the spiritual aspect of a principle is to, is like the inward and outward expressions of my emotions and my feelings. And so when I apply a spiritual principle, it's a principle that I can apply to my emotions to allow myself to feel a feeling in its natural form and not have to act out. Like it really is that simple, but it took me a really, really long time to really figure that out because I didn't realize that I would have these feelings, right? These defective character feelings. And I would want to act out in an expression or an outward expression of aggression or frustration. And, and I didn't understand why. And, but it wasn't until like, I got really into certain parts of certain steps that really pointed out where all this came from. And it was like kind of before a six step or going into a six, seven, you know, many years ago, I learned that I don't have character defects as much as I have a character deficiency. And what I mean by that is, is like my being indignant or pretentious is a direct result of my lack of compassion, right? So I don't want to focus on the defect when it happens. I want to focus on the compassion before it happens, hmm. right? I want to apply these principles in a way 
that prevents my character from becoming defective. You know, were, it, it, were you ready for this? You know, when you talked about no. like not, you know, those, those first couple of years, I mean, that that's that's a really deep dive is what you're talking about here. And and, and what I tell my guys when, when I run them through the steps, like especially the first round is like I take that perspective. Anything that we miss, we're going to hit on the next round and then the next yes. round. It's not like, a, you know, a one and done type of deal. And and there's two really important questions, you know, at the top of page, if, if we're looking at the, the six editions at the top of page 17, it's like, before we start working the steps and ask us, hey, you know, do 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 I want what you have to offer? And am I willing yeah. to make the effort to get it? You know, those two. And then yep. it's a, then, you know, then, then I'm ready to do it. So where were you at? Like, did it, were you ready to do that? Yes, I was because at the time, like when you had that much, I was living in a homeless shelter and I had that much clean time and I had no friends. Hmm. And I met this girl and she was, she was kind of like my friend and she's like, and I was like, why don't people want to hang out with me? And she's like, oh, sweetheart, people who were upset. <laughs> you know, she and she told me, right? She was Here, like, let me tell you. She's like, people who work steps hang out with people who work steps. And everywhere you go, people are working steps. And honey, you're not working any steps. Hmm. So when it comes to contributing to conversation, it's just not you. Bro, I and love I was that, like, man. Bless her, I was man. Like, that's, a, that's an awesome lady right there, man. That's cool. Yeah, and she's, uh, she was the reason that I was like, wow, I, I need to work some steps. And, uh, mm -hmm. and so I was entirely ready, you know, and, and I was entirely ready to follow his direction. And when we would sit on this, this step, you know, and we couldn't move forward. I would get frustrated because I'm like, but everyone else is moving forward. And he's like, if you want to pass it, if you don't want to pass the test, that's fine. But maybe I'm not the guy for you. And I was like, no, I trust you. I trust you. And, mm -hmm. you know, I remember having my first spiritual experience applying these principles. It was over a haircut and I was living in a homeless shelter. I, had this beat up car and I was like trying to take this girl on a date and I did and my 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 attitude is garbage my my physique is garbage my my clothes are garbage I'm like, I, I, I really appreciate you painting the scene for us too you know yeah. it's like it's <laughs> and it's in like the whole front of the car was missing and I'd have to walk around the car to like open the door for girls so they didn't see the front of the car was missing like nice. and this was I was like I need this haircut to be on point and <laughs> I, I go in there and I tell them like what to do and and he does it right and he this guy had a different sexual preference and it's important to the story because i told him what to do and i didn't know anything about haircuts because i was homeless for a long time and so he goes and cuts my hair and i just and i flipped out mm. like as soon as he went up the first time it was like a bear razor number one all the way up the side and i was like holy shit dude and i freaked out for a second mm. and i stopped and i remember my sponsor like the goal was when you get mad right you're going to rate your feelings on a scale of one to ten and then the goal is, is to get that feeling down to manage to, to a manageable level. So you're not in the red for a long time because that's when the potential to cause harm exists. And so I just remember him, we going through the list of the principles from the first step, honesty, open-mindedness, willingness, acceptance, surrender, humility. And I just started asking myself very simple questions. And this is how I apply principles in like the who, what, when, where, how, why format. It's like, what am I not being accepting to? What does acceptance look like? Why am I not willing to accept this? Why is this a big deal? What, like, where is my open-mindedness? What does humility look like? And I ask myself questions and I start to create new avenues of thinking. And I sat there for a minute and I was like sitting there talking in my head and bouncing my head around. And this guy's looking at me. He's like, what is going on here? You know, and he had that different sexual preference in me. So I wanted to attack him. And I'm like, dude, don't be a, don't be a dick. Mm. Don't be a dick. And I sat there. And I went through and I took a breath and I was like, hey, man, I'm, I'm sorry for the way I reacted. And, and I'd like you to continue. And he goes, no, man, you, you can have the haircut for free. I'm like, no, no, like, 
you did what I asked you to do and I apologize. That was the very first time I had, I had ever applied principles in real time. And, and I was so excited to tell my sponsor because I was on a first step forever. And I called him every day like, oh, I'm being so accepting and I'm surrendering everything. He's like, yeah, right, bro. Just call me tomorrow, right? And, and uh, I call him outside of the haircut place. And I was like, man, this happened. And I just wanted to share it with you. And he goes, congratulations. You just had a spiritual experience applying the steps. And it just like, like, to this day, it gives me chills because I didn't know that that's what this was about. This wasn't about the using so much anymore. It was about how I felt about myself spiritually and how I treated people and how I viewed the world and how I let the world affect me without going to that place of anger and rage and frustration. Man, that's really I just cool. wanted to be a beautiful human being. That's really cool, Chris. And, and, and I don't know if we, if we look at that enough of, of saying, Hey, look, how do I influence people? You know, in I guess I'll say in our everyday life or something like that, but you know, like outside of, outside of, you know, my sponsor, my sponsees and the people I kick it with and the people I see at the meetings I attend, you know, it's like, you're right, man, the person cut my hair or the, you know, whoever, you know, whoever that is, you know, am I pleasant? Am I, am I, am I a, a, um, if they're experiencing knowing me, is their day better or worse, you know, and stuff right. like that. And, and, and the goal, and that, and that's really cool, man. That's a really cool. Uh, I like the analogy. I almost think about it like the car, the tack and the, 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 yeah. the tack meter in the car. Yeah. Don't leave it in red for too long. Yeah. I mean, get it down to where you can make some yep. decisions. That's really right. real, real practical. I can see the application of it. Yeah. yeah. And like the basic text literally tells us you might be the only version of the basic text anybody ever sees, mm. Mm. you know? And I remember the only thing I wanted from step work was nobility. That was like my goal, right? Was just to be a noble human being. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the anonymous podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six letter word others as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm-hmm.